Welcome to the Multi-Sports Podcast, we talk about sports. Um, so the Olympics are on. I'll talk a little bit about them, not too much, but a little bit. Uh, mainly about skateboarding. Um, yeah, since I talked about kind of the team, I didn't talk about like the final team, like the team that qualified, but I talked about the uh, team before. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll actually be right back. Alright, sorry about that. I'm back. So, um, yeah, I'm going to talk about the Olympic skateboarding. Um, there's also some Diamondback stuff I want to talk about, um, and yeah, the trade deadline, I'll probably tell you about that a little bit as well, uh, probably for the Blue Jays and Diamondbacks, um, so yeah, and, uh, um, yeah, I guess it's it. so, uh, yeah, let's start off with the, uh, Dimebacks, I guess. Um, so yeah, they played a series against the Cubs. Did pretty well in that series. Um, Dalton Varsho was doing really well too, which was nice to see. Um, hitting really well in that series. Uh, yeah, hopefully that's something he can. Uh, I don't really. I think was I think uh, yeah. Yesterday was the first game back um, after because the, they had a break on Monday, so. Uh, they're playing the Rangers. I don't exactly know if he's still doing that or not, uh, but uh, hopefully he can keep that up because um, it'll be it'll be great, uh, mainly for the future. I mean, this year we're not. <laughs> it doesn't really matter as much this year, but uh, I mean, I guess we could avoid like the. Uh, and realistically, like if you want to do anything where it's like wins and stuff like that, um, probably avoiding having uh, the worst record in franchise history is something we could do. But, uh, I don't know, it kind of just depends on if you want a good draft pick or... I know, yeah, honestly, losing, I feel like, in a way, is probably going to help us more than winning would. Um, so, yeah, like, that's kind of how it is. It would be nice if you get wins every once in a while, but... Um, like, yeah, as I said, losing's probably going to end up helping us more in the long run um, than winning this year. So, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to get another uh, draft pick. Another good draft pick, and uh, yeah, he's got a pretty good one this last draft, and uh, yeah, we're trying to, uh, there's a deadline for Sunday, there's a Sunday deadline to uh, sign all the draft picks, and yeah, Jordan Lawler, they're still, um, still in talks with them, they may be able to get a deal done, uh, it really just depends, um, but yeah, they've got to get a deal done before Sunday, um, so yeah, so I'll know in a few days uh, if it's going to happen or not, and uh yeah so um yeah they've got the Dimebacks have done a really good job um where it is too like they can kind of give him not quite exactly what he wants but pretty close to what he wants um because he apparently wants like seven million they can give him pretty close to that um they can't give him exactly seven million because they just don't like the way how it is with the draft they've only got a certain pool they can use and uh if they go over that, they forfeit their first-round pick for next year. So, uh, yeah, they don't want to do that, obviously. But, um, yeah, like, uh, for the, uh, for the, um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, so, so they've got, they've got, they can give him kind of close to what he wants. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how that stuff goes. And, uh. Yeah, but Varsho is doing well in that series. It's pretty much all I want to talk about. Uh, Carson Kelly, currently on in uh, re, uh, a uh, minor league rehab 
rehab um, stint right there. Rehab starts. It's like that he's in the uh, he's playing with the Hillsboro Hops uh, currently, um, the uh, minor league, the uh, high A team, um, and uh, um, there is the uh, what do you call it? Uh, there's also. Um, What does it call that? <laughs> uh, who, who else was there? Uh, Cattell Marte, I think, is on a rehab um, stint as well currently. So, yeah, so they could both be back soon. Um, hoping they're not being rushed back, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's kind of, they've been rushed back already before, but I think, I think for both of them, it's about... Um, Right amount of time, I think, honestly. Yeah, I don't think they've been rushed back. Carson Kelly's been on the injury list, I think, for a bit, for quite a bit. Uh, he had a broken wrist, which, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like that, like, takes, like, maybe, like, six weeks to heal, uh, or maybe a little bit longer. It's not a, it's not a super bad injury, necessarily. Um, see, so yeah, I actually had a broken wrist at one point. May, it may have been a different break he had, obviously, but, uh, yeah, it's not a super long, um, injury necessarily I mean like you've got to wait longer than six weeks obviously if you're gonna go play baseball at a MLB level obviously you gotta because yeah, you're not necessarily a hundred percent but that's around the time when you kind of start to uh start to be able to start that's kind of when you like take off get the cast off and like you can start to kind of build back up the muscle and get it stronger and stuff like that so uh yeah, um, so yeah, I think it's been, like, quite a bit, I think it's been, like, maybe, like, two months, actually, no, maybe, maybe less than that, um, or maybe, I don't know, I don't exactly remember how long it's been, but he's on a rehab, he's doing the rehab stuff right now, so, uh, yeah, two of those guys, so they might be coming back soon, um, and then, uh, for the trade deadline, um, Merrill Kelly, uh, could get traded, uh, Eduardo Escobar could get traded, um, Eduardo Escobar is probably most likely to get traded, um, yeah, I mean, they could, I heard the, th uh, thing being thrown out, uh, yesterday of maybe they bundle a few of their kind of veteran players, um, and then try and get a, like, to get a prospect from another team, like, just bundle a few guys together, um, so yeah, like Cole Calhoun, uh, it sucks that he's been injured because if, if he would have had a season like he did last year, <laughs> this year that would have been huge for us um, because yeah, we could have gotten quite a bit back for him. If he, if he had played, I mean, if he hadn't have gotten injured uh, twice, um, I think he had injured twice. Yeah, if he, if he wouldn't have gotten, if he wouldn't have been injured most this year, uh, we probably could have traded him. Um, but yeah, it's not really his fault necessarily. It's just kind of just unlucky, and uh, yeah, I think they were completely different injuries as well. So um, that he had, like, he had one was inflammation, like another one. Yeah, he pulled his hamstring. That's what it was. Um, the second time, so yeah, it was something different. Uh, I don't think those can lead um, to the same. I don't know. I don't know if one of those can lead to the other necessarily um, at all. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that one is just unlucky. I think there have been some guys who have been rushed back for sure. Uh, I mean, that's 
I feel like that's a inevitable with how many injuries there have been and how many guys have been on the injured list multiple times this season. Uh, yeah, also Josh Ross is on the injured list. Uh, he kind of had a dislocated finger like Tim LaCastro had earlier on in the year. Um, yeah, and Tim LaCastro uh, tore his ACL, I think, as well, too, um, with the Yankees. So, uh, yeah, ho- hopefully he gets better soon. Um, yeah, torn ACL, he's probably out for the rest of the season, I'm guessing, something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully he can, hopefully he can come back soon, though. Uh, he may be back by spring training next year. Um, but yeah, I don't know, I guess it depends. Yeah, I don't like, someone like Tim LaCastro, uh, it sucks to, it sucks whenever he's injured because, yeah, he's a, he's a fun player to watch, uh, super fast. It kind of sucks we don't have him on the team anymore because I, I kind of miss him on the team, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, we haven't really seen the prospects we've gotten back for him or anything like that yet, so... A lot of time when when you kind of start to see the prospects coming in and stuff like that, um, it's a little bit different. Like with the Zach Greinke trade, we've seen a lot of Josh Rojas um, this year, and he's been pretty good overall. Let's say, um, I mean, he's, he's kind of a streaky hitter, but he has definitely had some very good stretches. And uh, yeah, so we've seen kind of a bit of the return on that. I don't think we've seen anyone else from that trade yet. Um, or no, he saw Corbin Martin, which he was okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we haven't seen any Seth Beer in the big leagues yet. Uh, probably whenever there's a DH, we'll see him, I would guess, because, or he's just going to be working on defense because it's either, I don't know, he's not really a guy who can play defense, so he's basically going to be a DH, or he's just going to stay in the minor leagues and, and get his defense better. That's basically how it is, because, uh, yeah, like right now, I mean, there's pretty much no reason to have him out in the in out in the infield. Uh, he's definitely not gonna be playing the outfield because yeah, if he, can't, yeah, he def like outfield would be probably even worse. <laughs> yeah, like first base. I mean, first base, and kind of happen, but like, I don't know. Like with that stuff, he's there would just be a lot of errors probably. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, defensively, he's probably is not worth having up right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I would guess that, like, if we get a DH in the National League, that's probably when you'd get called up, honestly. Um, so, yeah, and some people are like, well, why don't they just call him up when they're playing an American League team? But you don't really want to do it. Like, if you're going to call him up, you want him to kind of stay up uh, because, I don't know, you'd just rather have him develop, honestly, right now, defensively. defensively. Um, and he, even if he ends up playing DH, if he can play a bit of defense, um, that would be a lot better, honestly, because it would kind of give him a bit more options, because, yeah, they could maybe play him defensively some days, um, because, yeah, because, I don't know, like, the DH spot, how it's used nowadays, it's kind of used, like, to give, uh, players, like, a day off their feet, kind of, instead of putting them on the bench, like they do in the National League. Uh, like instead of just having him out of the lineup, they kind of just put him in the DH spot, and that kind of gives him a bit of a rest day, um, since they don't need to play defense. And yeah, they just they're just taking their at bats and running the bases, um, obviously. But yeah, they're not 
needing to play defense and stuff like that, which I think the, I think the defense is kind of what, uh, like, defense, I'm guessing, like, defense is what kind of uh, makes your body tired and stuff like that. I think that's mainly, yeah, that's mainly what does it, I would uh, I would guess, obviously. I haven't, I haven't played, uh, I've never played baseball on, like, a team or anything like that. I mean, I wouldn't really experience the stuff major leaguers do, because even that, like, you don't play every day, but, uh, I mean, like, when I have a good, like, I can understand, like, from, like, skateboarding, uh, skateboarding's a little bit different, but, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm usually pretty sore after I have a, if I've had, like, a pretty good skateboarding session the day before, I'm usually pretty sore the next day, um, so, yeah, that's just that, like, I know, like, I, I usually need a day of rest after that, because I just can't go every single day, and I can, like, I mean, yeah, they have, like, their bodies are kind of used to it, uh, this year it's kind of been, they've been out of, uh, that kind of stuff, and a lot of players' bodies aren't really as used to the kind of major league, like, the long schedule and stuff like that at this point, because they've kind of just gotten out of that, uh, because of 2020, um, yeah, hopefully next year uh, that kind of changes and they get back to kind of more like the 162-game schedule and stuff like that. Or uh, even if they want to shorten it too, which could end up happening, maybe. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, if they wanted to shorten it, uh, it's got to be, I think it's got to be at least like 130 games. Uh, yeah, or it, it's, well, it's got to be at least 100, I would say. Um but yeah, probably more than that though, because uh, I don't think hundred would even really be enough. Like you've got to have at least like, because uh, yeah, well, if they had a hundred games, it would be like the second half phase would be at fifty games, um, which I don't think would. I think that'd be way too early, <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah, I don't think that'd be enough games for the first half, honestly. So um, yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I think it would be like a hundred and thirty would be um like I don't know like uh ending in September ending it on I've heard on uh I've heard on a log memo me before um Sully on there he. He keeps throwing. He throws out the. He's throwing out the idea of uh, ending the season on Labor Day, um, because that's usually when the casual fans start to tune out and stuff like that. And uh, even with me, like I'm a pretty huge fan, and I just kind of like when the playoffs are on. I usually just lose all interest. I mean, if there's a team in it that I like, like when the Blue Jays were in it last year, I was pretty invested. But uh, that wasn't even October though. Like October. October for me is for like hockey, honestly. Like, that's when, like baseball at that point is over for me. Um, see, I mean, if I had a team that I liked in the playoffs, it would maybe be a little bit different. But it's kind of just like that. Like when hockey was being played in July this year, I was like, <laughs> I was like, why is this happening? Why need to be? Well, I understood why, but I kind of just was. I was just waiting for it to be over because I just was. Like, I was like, it should be the off-season right now. <laughs> should be playing hockey still. It was because of last year, obviously, and how they did it. But, uh, yeah, they'll they'll be back more on schedule now this year. But, 
Yeah, I mean, like, hockey and stuff like that, like, they've kind of still got the, uh, because they played so late, though, like, both sport hockey was a little bit different, because they kind of got July, because uh, they ended, like, early in July, I believe, um, for that, uh, for the, yeah, they ended early in July for the Stanley Cup and stuff like that, I believe, so, yeah, they didn't play much into July, so they basically got, like, pretty much the same offseason they would usually get, um, but for the NBA, uh, they, they played fairly well in, uh, July, um, so, yeah, it might be a little bit, the NBA is kind of going to be similar to how it was last year, maybe, because they're not going to get a huge offseason necessarily if they're starting up in October, which, in realistic, I thought about it too, and they pretty much played, this, they basically played the season they would have played, they just took off a few months honestly, realistically, like, I think hockey was maybe a little bit different, but the NBA was pretty much the same like that, yeah, like, with hockey, they took off enough games to where it'd be, they'd be finishing around the same point, but, like, yeah, like, they, they played, I guess they played a little bit longer, but, uh, yeah, like, I mean, it was, like, they were basically playing, or no, they played, they, they both went a little bit longer, actually, yeah, um, But yeah, like they're amazing. They're basically just playing the normal schedule, just a few months taken off, and uh, like they started a little bit later, really. But yeah, um, which I guess that's the point. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, well, it's trade deadline. Trade deadline. Yeah, let's talk about the trade deadline. Um, See, so yeah, I was talking about that earlier. But yeah, so Eduardo Escobar is probably gonna get traded. Uh, I, I've heard the Diamondbacks are asking for quite a bit for both. Um, for everyone, maybe not as much for Escobar actually, but Merrill Kelly they're asking for quite a bit. Um, and yeah, if, if he doesn't get traded, the Diamondbacks are probably gonna keep him next year. Um, so yeah, then he's gonna be a free agent in twenty twenty two. So yeah, but yeah, he, he's probably gonna get capped if he uh, if he. Does not get traded, the Diamondbacks are probably going to keep him. So, uh, yeah, I think he's got an option uh, for this that season, for next season. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, well, he's got an option after this season. So, um, yeah, so the Diamondbacks will probably pick that option up and, uh, yeah, keep him if he doesn't get traded. Uh Warno Escobar is probably out no matter what. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless they, if they can't get a deal back for him that's worth it, they may not. But I think they're probably, I don't know, teams are going to want him. I think that too. Like, I think teams are going to want him. So I don't think they should have an issue getting what they want back for him, maybe. Um, as long as it's reasonable. But yeah, I mean, like he's a he's a power guy. A team like the White Sox would really be helped out um, by him as well because uh, they obviously don't have uh, Nick Madrigal anymore since he's injured. Um, which yeah, putting Eduardo Escobar right in there, he's obviously a different player than Nick Madrigal. But uh, yeah, I mean, like that would basically just solve that problem. Um, that would basically just completely replace that spot um, where Nick Madrigal would be. So, yeah. And, um, 
there is, uh, I think, yeah, there's guys who get bundled in, uh, pretty much, I think Merrill Kelly and Eduardo Escobar are really the only guys I think could be solo. I mean, maybe Bumgarner gets traded, but I kind of, I kind of doubt any team's going to want that contract for him, honestly, because, <laughs> yeah, like, he's, he's played fairly well, he's pitched fairly well over the season, for the most part. Uh, there were kind of some points where he was injured in his first three starts of the season. But uh, other than that, like, he's been pretty good. Um, but, yeah, it's mainly just his contract, I think, that no one wants. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, for the Blue Jays, uh, they could get Merrill Kelly. They're, yeah, they, they, could, they could be getting some of the guys um, from the Blue Jays. Uh, Eduardo Escobar, potentially, too. They need a third baseman. Um, so yeah, he can play third and second, by the way. I think he may be able to play shortstop too, but probably would rather him at third or second. Um, yeah, I think he used to be a shortstop. I don't think he's necessarily as good defensively anymore as he used to be when he played shortstop. So I think you'd rather have him at third or, or second. Um, yeah, he hasn't, I don't think he's played shortstop at all for the Diamondbacks, so... Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's really the right spot for him, but, uh, yeah, um, I mean, he can kind of be like an emergency, maybe not an emergency, uh, yeah, he could be an emergency shortstop, I would say, probably, but, uh, yeah, probably not a guy you want to play every day at shortstop, but, uh, yeah, but, um, I think his defense has been pretty good, too. I feel like a lot of people say his defense sucks, but, I mean, he honestly, overall, his defense isn't really that bad, honestly. I don't really know why everyone just assumes his defense sucks. Maybe it's just because he's a bigger guy, and he's more of, like, a power hitter and stuff like that, and you just don't really think of power hitters being super good at defense. Um, but, like, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of just like a... He's not like a, he's not like a, oh. it's not like he's Prince Fielder or something like that, like Prince Fielder type, uh, type of guy, um, so yeah, uh, but, um, yeah, he's not like a Prince Fielder, like Jesus Aguilar, just huge power hitter, um, type, or anything like that, uh. Yeah, but he's kind of he's kind of short compared to other players too. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's that as well. Um, so yeah, but yeah, his defense has been pretty good. That's basically what I'm trying to say. So uh, yeah, so the Blue Jays could potentially go after him. Uh, Merrill Kelly is another guy. The Blue Jays could go after who's on the Diamondbacks. Uh, yeah, the Blue Jays, like, it kind of seems, overall, a lot of people are kind of thinking, I've been hearing this and say that, the Blue Jays may be going after kind of the guys who are maybe a little bit more under the radar and not really necessarily the big-name guys that everyone are talking about being new and say that. Because that was kind of how 2020 was. And, uh, yeah, there's kind of some stuff of maybe that's the same way they go this year. Um, See, so yeah, like, people weren't really talking about where Ross Stripling was going to be going or... Robbie Ray was probably the biggest name guy they got in that trade deadline. They got Jonathan VR as well. Um, but yeah, Robbie Ray was probably the biggest name out of the guys going there because, yeah, he was kind of, I think he was been talked about a little bit of where he was going to go and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. 
Yeah. The Blue Jays trade that, and that's pretty much it. Uh, they may go after a big-name guy, but I don't know. Like, it's the thing is, too, is those other guys, <clears throat> those kind of maybe not as big-name of guys. Like, Merrill Kelly, you're going to need to give up quite a bit. Eduardo Escobar, you're going to need to give up quite a bit. Um, but if they go after someone like a, uh, I don't remember what the, I don't remember who they were, I don't remember who it was. <laughs> yeah, I can't exactly remember who it was, but I think it's not really going to be like a, I don't think they're going to be going after someone who, uh, they may not be going after necessarily a, I don't know. May not be going after like a number one starter necessarily, kind of just like another major league caliber starter. Uh, no one super like big name or anything like that, maybe. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just guys court a little more under the radar. Um, so I was saying, so yeah, we'll see. Maybe they don't do it. Maybe they go after some guys who are get more on the radar, but, uh, like, yeah, if they go up to guys who have been more under the radar, they could probably give up, maybe not really as much, I don't know, it seems like rentals, though, too, in general, it's kind of moving the words away, uh, yeah, it's kind of starting to move more to a, uh, part of, like, where you aren't really giving up, like, top, pro like, your best prospects in your system or anything like that, um, so, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it for the Blue Jays. Um, yeah, the Blue Jays are currently in a series against the Red Sox. Uh, last night's game got postponed. They're playing a doubleheader today. The ga first game's probably on right now, actually. Um, I don't exactly know, but, uh, yeah, the first game of that might be on now. They've, this is a pretty... This is a, I'd say it's a pretty big series. I mean, any wins they can get here would definitely help out a lot. Um, but it's not necessarily a make or break series. Would, it's, yeah, it's not necessarily a make or break series. But it's an important one for sure. Uh, so yeah, the first game isn't on yet, actually. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, we'll see how that goes. And, uh, yeah, after this series, I believe, I believe they're going back to Rogers Center after this series. So, yeah, this is the last series that they're playing, uh, before going back to Rogers Center, I believe. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that is correct. Tomorrow's the final game of the series, and, uh, after that they're playing the Royals at Rogers Center. So yeah, um, and uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun to watch for sure, uh, Ross Strepling as the, uh, he's going to be starting for the Blue Jays on that day, uh, one of the guys who's never played at Rogers Center uh, as a Blue Jay, um, so yeah. He's getting to he's getting to play at Rogers Center right away, um, and uh, yeah, so it's gonna be fun to watch on Friday, uh, Friday, July thirtieth. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for this podcast, I think. Um, oh wait, did I? 
I forgot to talk about the Olympics. Damn. <laughs> Let's talk about that real fast. Um, so, yeah. So, the uh, <clears throat> the uh, Canadian skateboarders, none of them really did too well. Uh, it was Ryan. No, not Ryan. Uh, Mickey Pawpaw. Matt Berger was in there. Uh, Andy Anderson's going to be competing in Park. Uh, that's more at the end of the Olympics. I believe the last day of the Olympics is the 5th. And that's when Men's Park is going to be, I believe. Um, say Andy Anderson's going to be in that one. Uh, and then, uh, there was, uh, I don't remember how to say her name, but, uh, yeah, she's been kind of a big story this Olympics. Uh, she was a, uh, replacement. Uh, yeah, she was a re- Olympic, re- yeah, she was a replacement. And, uh, so yeah, she went from a replacement, uh, skater, the, uh, women's street. Uh, to actually competing in it because someone went down and practiced with an injury and couldn't uh, take part in the contest. So she got she got called in. Um, and yeah, she just had... I mean, yeah, like she kind of was showing uh, what skateboarding is all about, which is definitely, definitely good for sure. Because yeah, she was having a whole lot of fun out there. Didn't really seem to matter to her if she won or not. I, she was just having fun out there, and that's what skateboarding's all about, honestly. You just have fun out there, and yeah, that's so. Yeah, definitely, definitely showing everyone what skateboarding is all about, and uh, yeah, there's been a whole lot of. Uh, she's kind of been the story of that contest, honestly, too. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely fun to see some of the Canadians in there. Hopefully, some more again next time around. Um, I was thinking about Ryan Asenzo. He was a replacement in there. Uh, he may not actually get a. Ch- he may not actually be able to compete in the next one because I think it's gonna be. He's gonna be around like uh, I think he's thirty five, four or five. I guess it's not gonna be like four years from now, necessarily. Uh, since it's supposed to be, in, it's gonna be four years from. It's gonna be twenty twenty four. I'm guessing. Um, since this one, this Olympics we just had, this Olympics is currently the, tw- is technically the 2020 Olympics. That's still what they're calling it. Um, it just being played this year. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm guessing it's still going to be in 2024. Um, so, yeah, and he's going to, I was thinking like he may be like 37, or no, maybe. Maybe, yeah, he, he may not be, a, I don't know, I was thinking of it being four years from now, and I was thinking he was going to be either 38 or 39, and at that point, like, for street, like, vert is a little bit different, same with Park and like that, too, because Tony Hawk just competed in the X Games recently, and he's still, he's still got it, <laughs> but yeah, vert's a little bit different, it's not really as hard on the body and stuff like that, street, there's a whole lot of impact, yeah, street is a lot harder on your body than vert is, or uh, park. Um, which, yeah, park is like bowls, uh, for anyone who's unaware. Um, so, yeah, it's like, that's kind of how a skateboard used to be, like, uh, Bill going and Bill skating in swimming pools and stuff like that, empty swimming pools. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what park is, like, bowls and stuff like that. Um, so... Yeah, but uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I hope next time around there's more Canadians in it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's. 
I feel like the people who are in it, like, that's mainly what we got for uh, skateboards, which they are good, for sure. Uh, it just didn't really work out. Like, Mickey Pawpaw skated pretty well. It just wasn't quite good enough. That's that's one of the things with skateboarding. It's kind of every country, or not every country, but a lot of countries have a lot of talent in skateboarding. So it's kind of just a difficult contest in general because anyone can win it. That's pretty much how it is. It's really just anyone. Yeah, it's not really like other sports necessarily in the Olympics where there's like kind of a country that may have like a just a really good uh I guess there's not I don't know if there's really sports like that anymore it may have used to been like that but I in general it may just be more even now I don't know um yeah with skateboarding it's really just like anyone can win it because there's not really a, a favorite country necessarily for it uh like, the U.S. back in the day may have been a favorite if they'd been in the Olympics. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Canada's got great skateboarders. Brazil has great skateboarders. Um, the Netherlands even has some great skateboarders. Uh, like, every, every country that had skateboarders in that contest, in both the contests, uh, like, everyone could have won it, I feel like. Um, so, yeah. Um... So, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see you next year. <laughs> Hope I was thinking, like, too, like, they could change up the format if they wanted. I feel like it worked okay this year, but kind of a problem that's been with skateboarding. I feel like for the Olympics, they actually did a pretty good job. It was not really as much of a problem, but one of the main problems in skateboarding contests, uh, that's kind of always been a problem. The Olympics, as I said, didn't really see it as much, um, but yeah, kind of like the scoring for your contests. Like the, the scoring's not instant. That was one of the things Street League had, but uh, I think it kind of maybe backfired a bit with Street League. Um, I'm not gonna get into that, but yeah. Um, but uh, Street League may not be like that anymore. But uh, yeah, I haven't really watched it recently. So yeah, they they haven't had a contest like since like 2019, actually. So. Uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, one of the problems with Street League is, like, kind of overscoring and stuff like that. There was some of that going on. Um, kind of back in the day, or not back in the day, but, like, uh, 2013 to 14. Uh, maybe some 2015 in there, too. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, 2013 and 14 and before that as well. Um, yeah, they had instant scoring and stuff like that. But, yeah, as I said, it kind of backfired. For the Olympics, it seemed pretty good, honestly. Uh, got it. Yeah, basically the problem is though usually is it's like there's not an in, there's not a score. Um, something that's kind of like it's just like someone won, <laughs> and there's not necessarily scores being shown, or you kind of just don't know who's where and stuff like that. But for the Olympics, they did a pretty good job of it. Uh, the men's one, there was some times there was kind of. Uh, not really, like, uh, it was kind of sometimes where you had to wait a little bit for the score. Um, yeah, it seemed like by the time the women's contest was on, though, it was pretty good. Like, there wasn't really much waiting. Basically, almost instant scoring. Um, so, yeah, it may not even be a problem for the Olympics, honestly. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how it goes with Park. Um, they may do it a little bit differently. Or actually, no, I guess it would still be scores. Um, yeah. So if you enjoyed this episode and you know in a future episode, uh, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred pod- podcast platform. Um, if you want to follow this podcast on Twitter, 
uh, as on Twitter at the Multi Sports Pod, and uh, or Multi Sports Pod, uh, yeah, at Multi Sports Pod. There's no the in there. Um, and if you follow, if you want to follow my main account, that is on Twitter at the OG Motion. And uh, yeah, if you want to help support the podcast, leaving a rating or review, or recommending it to someone you know, uh, all all of that helps out a whole lot. Um, so yeah, and uh, yeah, it's pretty much it for this podcast. Um, so yeah, I may actually take a break potentially. Um, I don't know. I'll see. I may take a break for about two weeks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. I was kind of thinking like, I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling almost a little bit burnt out or, uh, I'm kind of not in a rhythm of doing podcasts at this mo- moment. I'm thinking maybe a break would help out with that too. And, uh, yeah, I have at times kind of felt a bit burnt out. So I may take a break. Um, and I'll say, let's say for right now, I'm taking a break. That's how it is. I'm taking a break for two weeks, and uh, I'll see how it goes. That's pretty much how it is. And, uh, yeah, it may not be that long, but I'll just say right now for two weeks. I could be back sooner, but right now I'm just going to say I'm taking a break for two weeks. So, um, yeah. So, uh, I'll see all of you next in the next episode. Bye.